Now, the win over West Virginia, I have a feeling, is going to carry some weight when it comes to selection show time. And it's all about right now, not if the Bulls are going to make the NCAA tournament. They are. But if they are going to be one of those top 16 seeds and get to host a regional, which is everything. Unfortunately, they are going to be fighting an uphill battle because they lost yesterday's game to Ole Miss, which came in number seven in the country in scoring defense. They had already set the school record for allowing opponents less than 50 points in a game. They'd already done it eight times. Didn't look like they're going to be able to do it on Tuesday. In fact, didn't end up happening, but well, there was a long streak of rough offense. We'll get to that in a second, but first quarter was all about Sidney Harvey. In fact, Truthfully, the Bulls were up at half. You could have argued that Ole Miss was unfortunate to be down four. Two reasons. Shakira Austin there, all everything, all SEC center, averaged 18 and 9 last year. This is a team that ended up 500 at the end of the season, but knocked off 13th-ranked Arkansas in its first SEC tournament game, and then went 4-1 and one in the WNIT, and they carried that over to this year. They lost their opener to Belmont. They had won 11 in a row. Looking to go to 12-1, and one, looking for a first 12-game winning streak in 30 years and hanging it like West Virginia on their defense. Well, Austin picked up two fouls in the first three and a half minutes, basically off-the-ball stuff against Dulce Fank and Mengiadu. The Bulls got the benefit of the whistles in the first half. They really did. You'll hear their head coach say, maybe not in the second half. Madison Scott, who, as you'll hear, a very fiery player, was the SEC Freshman of the Year. They added some key transfers. Angel Baker from Wright State. Remember how they beat Arkansas, upset them for their first ever NCAA tournament win last year? Yeah, she's the one who scored 26 points and averaged 18 points. A big addition to the offense. And more importantly, they don't have a player that plays more than 25 minutes per game. So they can bring a lot off the bench and especially defensively hound you. And that's exactly what happened to the Bulls. They did enough in the first half, but they ran out of steam in the second half. We'll talk more about that in a second, but here's what Sidney Harvey did. And we knew that Ole Miss was a fiery team, a rah-rah team, and one that is kind of front-running when they're winning and they're jumping and they're mirroring the emotions of their great head coach, Yolette McQuinn. They are something, but the Bulls had some answers, at least in the first quarter. Geniza pins on, trapped in the corner, and Dulcie helps out and tries to score, gets her shot rejected. And man, did Madison Scott let you know about it. She swats the six foot four player and then she flexed. Now, that's kind of what Ole Miss does. They are a emotional team and the Bulls have got to be prepared for that and I know they are, but that was quite the reaction by Madison Scott. We'll see what happens if the Bulls can pull off something similar. Boy, Betty Manunga catches the long inbounds pass from underneath the basket. 14 on the shot clock, 5.55 to go in the first. They want to go inside of Manunga, swings it over Pinzon. Harvey for an open three, good. That's the way you answer the flex with a three-point shot and a five-to-four lead. Very, very well done by the Bulls there. Bulls trailing at 10-9. Point guard Mimi Reed, the starting point guard, back out there, opposed by Pinzon. Scott looks to spin. She of the flex defensive move. Yeah, she pulls up and hits a 15-foot jumper for a 12-9 lead, and she's smiling and laughing and like, this is the Madison Scott show. But again, we knew that the Rebels kind of play with a little emotion, so according to script right now. 43 seconds to go, pins on over to Harvey. Scott out on her, boy, Sydney wants to take her. But that's good defense by Madison Scott, and you hear the Ole Miss bench. And Harvey says, I'm gonna put this three up in your face. Hey, sit down. 
12 to 12. That was hilarious. Scott made Harvey off her path and everybody jumped up and down like they had just won the game. And Harvey said, okay, I'll step back and knock a three in your face. 12 to 12. Ole Miss will hold for the last shot. At least I'm not getting emotional. Oh no, not at all. So it was 12 to 12, but it was just one player doing the scoring. And it stayed tight the rest of the way. Bulls actually had a sequence where they miss a three to go up six, and Ole Miss hits its first, and we're tied, but then the Bulls finish with a flourish. Here are some extended second quarter highlights here on the Unlimited Unloaded page. Underneath the basket, pins on out to Harvey. They jump out on her with Collins. Now she looks to drive. Tough layup, up and in. City Harvey. A tough scoop shot gives the Bulls back the lead. Eight minutes to go. First half, we are tied at 16. Pinzon gives it to Alvarez, needs a screen. Almost pulls, but they had a taller player out on her. Pinzon instead rattles in a three. I thought she got fouled as well. The Bulls three-point shooting from yesterday. We thought they couldn't top, eight of 13. They're doing it. Four of five on three-point shots. He misses both free throws, but they get the rebound. There's a three, an air ball, but yet another offensive rebound. Two missed free throws, an air ball three. And Ole Miss is going to get a third try and knock it down. Cannot let that happen. Angel Baker makes the shot and already didn't take long to see the hurt of not having Betty Benunga in the game. Snudda Collins back to Scott. There's that foul line jumper again. She's been knocking those down all day long. Madison Scott is 5 for 6 from the floor. 10 points. And the Rebels lead the Bulls 20 to 19. Maria Alvarez wants to take a 3. Double screen. Fights through, now is going to drive in and lays it up and in. Got the friendly roll, just got it over the rim. Maria Alvarez, the focal point of the offense on that drive the whole way. 21-20 Bulls. Oh, off the inbounds, an unguarded Elena Chinecki. Great pass by Pinzon, but Chinecki misses the three. Chinecki is one for five today. Stays a three-point game. There's an open three. Collins can hit him. Tied up. Chance for an unguarded three and a six-point lead on one end. Missed by the Bulls, and Snudda Collins drains it, and it's 26 apiece. A big six-point swing there. Both players unguarded, and the Rebels make theirs. Collins, first mate from three, and that, as a team, is the first for the Rebels. Now Dulcie wants to go inside to Chinecki, able to post up Monk, misses the shot, but Shea Leverett, easy rebound, put it up, misses, gets a rebound again, misses another layup. Yeah. A missed open three. What a play by Dulcie, though. She gets a held ball, and it's Bulls ball. Now Harvey open for a three off the inbounds pass, and that one rims out. Shea, can she do it this time? Yes, and one! So that would be one, two, three, four, fifth opportunity on this possession, and Shea, no way, was going to be denied there. So after that 30-second timeout, LaShonda Monk with the ball. 30 seconds to go, 19 on the shot clock, and the Bulls leading Ole Miss, 28 to 26. Monk is just going to let the clock wind down here before getting into the offense. She's been doing the pull-up jumper thing. She's two for four, almost exclusively there. It's over to Snudda, puts up a three, looks short, and it is. Can the Bulls get the rebound? They do. Sydney with 13 seconds left. They try and trap her. Call a timeout. Good job, Jose Fernandez. That's excellent work. Tough pass, but Chinecki fields it. Long jumper, rims in with four seconds left. Bulls up 30 to 26. They'll get it up to Monk. He's going to try a full-court shot. Ooh, not a bad effort. Actually got to the backboard. But Chinecki, a floater, drops down. And indeed, the biggest lead for either team today is the Bulls' halftime lead of 30-26. to 26. And again, we said Ole Miss had that magic 50-point number that its opponents couldn't get to. Well, with 30, surely you're going to get there. 
except for one thing. The Bulls scored five points in the first 16 minutes of the second half. They got outscored 15-5 to in the third. The return of Austin definitely sparked Ole Miss, and got to say it, the Bulls just didn't have the intensity on their end. And Ole Miss's defense, and this was something that their coach McQuinn said after the game that I found, well, pretty accurate. Our defense wears people down. Those shots they were making, they didn't have the legs to make them when they needed to, and that's because of our defense. If you have to play us the next day, you can't get rest. You just play the game, you know you're in for a fight because we're going to wear you down for 40 minutes. Now, while she was playing 10 players, and this is worth noting, Jose Fernandez basically just went with seven. The two bench players of note, Marie Alvarez and Shea Leverett, the only other one that got off the bench was Christina Bermejo for less than two minutes. And I'm pretty sure that's because you've got to have your best ball handlers in there against Ole Miss. So a 15-5 third quarter Bulls were one for 10. Couple threes rimmed out, but still one for 10. And then they didn't score until it was too late. Fortunately, the Rebels weren't scoring much, but then it just took one quick spurt of great execution to really do the Bulls in. Here's how the fourth quarter sounded. Again, extended highlights here on the Unlimited Unloaded page. Really no need to do the third quarter. If you were listening to us live when it happened, you missed the first couple of minutes. Uh, My man from LSU was uh, getting ready to set up next to me for the next game and knocked us off the air. But fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you looked at it, we didn't miss a Bulls field goal. We only missed a couple of free throws because Ole Miss was quickly tying it up. Yeah, 15 to 5 in the third quarter. And here's kind of how the fourth quarter went, including that really amazing ending by the Bulls that was obviously too little too late. You know, Linda McQuinn's got to be thinking, our defense can't be scored upon. We're up by six. We can just mathematically take our time, and the other team's not going to get enough possessions. Now she says start the offense. Austin, great move. And there you go. That's smart offense. She scores 43-35. to 35. Shakira Austin took it at the elbow. Drive right past Betty Menunga, who's really putting out the effort on defense, but you can only hold that player down for so long. Pins on. Tough defense, feeds it inside of Dulce, who just had her shot blocked. Austin on her, boy, Dulce still wants to take a reverse layup, and it just rims out. Great effort, but another missed shot. 0 for 5 in the quarter, 1 for 15 in the half, and the last few have just been very narrow misses, but hey, you gotta start making them at some point. Rebels again, four-corner offense. They'll start it now with 10 on the shot clock. 5.45 left in the game, Bulls down eight. They hand it over to Scott. Wants to do the same thing that Austin just did and does it. And she is hopping and skipping and jumping and Ole Miss is rolling. It's 45 to 35. Bulls are getting out executed right now on the offensive end. No two ways about it. Now 12 on the shot clock. Austin flashes is what they've done the last two times. She's gonna drive around Menunga. This time Dulcie forces a long shot and she knocks it down. Ole Miss is starting to not miss. They missed plenty for a streak, but the Bulls couldn't score. And now this one looks over. There's 4.26 left. Bulls are getting shut out in the fourth quarter. It's 47-35. A little bit more purpose to their step offensively. Sydney Harvey, long three, good. First points of the period come at the 4.10 mark. And Sydney Harvey trying to help keep the Bulls hanging around. It's 47-38. Austin with the ball at the elbow. Good defense by the Bulls. There's a pass underneath and right at the shot clock buzzer. Great pass and time awareness there by Austin as she looked like she had to shoot it. Finds Donetta Johnson. Easy layup, 49-38. Harvey out to Maria Alvarez. 
And with 3.20 to go, that was a dagger of a pass and possession. Maria out to Betty, whips it to Pinzon. Bulls have got to start making some threes. Now Pinzon drives in and makes a tough shot. Some easier looking shots were rimming out earlier in this quarter. Now they're starting to make him. Let's see if it's not too late. Now Pinzon jumps out on Reed and tries to get a flop there. Didn't get the call. There was a little bit of a push, but Pinzon sold it. Five seconds on the shot clock. They try and get it to Austin far from the basket. Three-point shot, no good. Great defense by the Bulls, and they lose the ball. Betty Manunga had the rebound, and that's killer. They actually scored 18 points in the quarter, but Ole Miss had 20 and a 61-53 win. Here's Jose Fernandez. We came to the, uh, get two wins here. We only got one, I thought, yesterday. You know, we had five guys in double figures. It was a really, really good defensive effort today for one reason or another. You know, I thought we got some good shots. We got some good drives, but we just didn't finish around the basket. You know, we let their energy and their athleticism get to it, get to us a little bit. The one thing that I'm disappointed in, there's a reason why the game, there's rules and how the and, and the game is, is set up the way it is, right? And there's points of emphasis in how the game should be officiated. And this is the second SEC opponent that I'm very disappointed in how the rules were followed and the rules were called. Uh, I know sometimes that's out of your control, but I think uh, some people are out of place uh, working our game today. That's all. Uh, going in, obviously, Shakira Awesome is going to be a big point of emphasis, leading scorer, leading rebounder. You guys get her in foul trouble early. Yeah. Really impacts the game in the second half. Yeah, she did. She, you know, she impacted it. She got going on some post isolations at the – you know, we didn't we didn't defend pick and roll coverage as as, as we should have, and you know, yeah, she's a really really good basketball player. She's going to play professionally for a long time. Hopefully, she stays healthy. But she got the ball at the elbow and at the nail, and she was able to drive it and knock down open shots. But I thought, you know, our our play in the third quarter right gave him life, gave him energy. And tough to admit, but he's right. The Ole Miss Rebels came out on fire, and the Bulls weren't ready for it. Never got into a flow offensively. And struggled from there. Sidney Harvey scored 17 points. Elena Chinecki, 10 points. And remember when they came back from down 16 against VCU, it was led by Dulcie Fankamengiadi. Well, against Austin, that part of the game just wasn't there. She was 0 for 5 from the floor. Bulls, 8 assists to 14 turnovers. Elisa Pinzon, unlike her, 3 assists to 4 turnovers. But she played the whole game. So she gets the rest. So do the Bulls. They'll be back at it on the 29th. Now, again, you might look back at this and think it's not the worst couple of results. I mean, Michigan State was 14-0 and in December on neutral sites, in other words, in tournaments, under Coach Mike Carey, and the Bulls handed them a loss. And if Ole Miss can keep on winning, then they'll be in the top 25. Last year, though, they went undefeated in non-conference play and then 4-10 and in the SEC. So you hope that they can carry it on. I think with their additions, they'll be at least a 500 team in conference but that is a tough conference if you missed it south carolina knocked off number two stanford on tuesday night cardinal had an 18 point lead and that was the biggest comeback in south carolina history how would the bulls win against stanford look if stanford won that game and got to number one it's still a big win for the bulls and again their losses tennessee top 10 team UConn, obviously top 10 when Paige Beckers returns. Texas Arlington, that's the one bad one, even though that's going to be a winning team. And then Ole Miss is kind of a TBA. 
But that's it as far as chances against big, high-ranked teams for the Bulls. They're going to have to do well in conference play, which starts when the calendar flips to January. Three-point shooting, they started off four of five against Ole Miss, but then missed their next ten before draining, as you heard a couple at the end. We'll be back live with the women from the Yingling Center Wednesday afternoon at 4. That's going to do it for Bulls Beat here, a special version on the Unlimited Unloaded page. I'm Derek Sharp.